0: young man stepped into the Hall of Mirrors, where he discovered the reflection of himself. Even the greatest stars discover themselves in the looking glass. Even the greatest stars discover themselves in the looking glass.
1: Chris here. I like to put some soundtrack music to whatever the subject of the podcast is that we're talking about, but since Star Trek Discovery is a new show, there really isn't any out there, so I've decided I'm just going to stick in some selections from the ELO album Discovery. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another five minute freak that is going to be much longer than five minutes i'm guessing probably about eight times longer so it's eight (laughs) five minute freaks for your money which is nothing what a deal lucky bastards i'm chris honeywell and i am here with two other people who have completed the discovery season with me and we will now give our overview we've got dario gonzalez
2: choose your pain
1: he is my podcasting partner on eat it and beat it and we've got scott mcgregor
0: howdy and good evening he, he's my live pod- long and prosper
1: all he, that he's my podcasting
0: partner on
1: garage sale glow
0: i'm an excellent driver
1: and of course we we, 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 we <laughs> 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 you are actually an excellent driver <laughs> We have not. When my not, car works, I'm when not even person. gonna say what I was just gonna say, just not to to um, to curse anything. But yeah, no, we've avoided death many times because yeah. of your taxi driver Least instincts, discomfort. your cat-like <laughs> reflexes.
2: Yeah, unlike unlike me, who couldn't even start the car when I drove down there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so my thing with Star Trek Discovery was once I discovered the way they were telling the discovered the way they were telling the story, it became clear that I wasn't gonna. know know No, unless it like just sucked. Whether it was going to be good or bad till they completed the story. So they've completed their their season arc, and now we can, I guess, decide decide what we think. We have a, a perspective on it, yeah,
2: and we're spoiling the shit out of it. So but,
1: oh yeah, I should mention that we're gonna spoil, spoil, spoil. So if you are not up on Star Trek Discovery, you might want, a, or if you if you don't care about spoilers, yeah, I guess you can hang around. But I prop, it's the kind of show you probably really don't want to get spoiled at all so there
0: were some twists so yeah we don't want to ruin anything for anybody
1: it's all it's all one story with twists and uh you know a quote-unquote unpredictable ending so you don't know what's really gonna at any point and i guess in this whole thing it could have just completely screwed the pooch you know even if it's going really well you could still blow it in the last 10 minutes
2: you know absolutely no i mean chris you I, i i i love star trek I, I know Scott's a fan, but you're probably the biggest fan. When when you heard they were making a new show, were you excited from yeah. the from the from the get go or yeah. were
1: you... Always, always because that's where Star Trek lives and that's what I've been like if you go listen to old Star Trek Monthly Mondays, I don't know how many times I go into my little soliloquy about how Star Trek TV. lives on TV, yeah. it, 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 having having a cast and a crew be together for a long time and work together and get into their characters, and the and the same with the writers and the and the people who make the show. It it puts something in it that you don't get out of a two-hour movie with a bunch of actors that you bring in, and even if they're the cast of the show, you have two hours right. to tell this story, and it's got to be a big blah 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 story. You can't just tell a little, like, little human tale here and there. So... You know, you know, bitch and moan, bitch and moan, you know, especially since um, Into Darkness about how there should be a TV show. So I cannot complain when there is when when they make a TV show, even no no matter what is going to be involved in it. And I'm also battle scarred from, uh, you know, Star Trek doesn't always come out running when a new Star Trek show comes out. I think it took, what, like three seasons for Enterprise. And I haven't seen Enterprise from what people told me, like third season. Season on from Enterprise is great, and like, and Next Generation really catches its 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 stride, you know, three seasons in. So there's there was a lot of tweaking and a lot of goofiness. So I don't expect a lot from the first season. I expect if they, I expect there's going to be screw ups, and hopefully they learn from the
0: screw ups.
2: Yeah. Were you excited from the get go, Scott? Or Oh, you... well, reasonably,
0: mostly because um, Brian Fuller was originally attached to it, and really enjoy his work. And then he left very soon after the planning stages. Uh, he seems to have a problem keeping jobs like that. He just left American Gods too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just like Chris, I was happy to see anything Star Trek, really, other than I haven't been a huge fan of the the new Trek movies. So, I mean, I was very invested in seeing a new crew just something some different stories um it was really vague on how it was going to be or where and when it was going to be set and everything when they first announced it so it was like kind of wait and see what happens and you know whether i i like parts of it i dislike parts of it but i i made the decision to stick it out and see where it went so I was on board from the get-go, it was not something I was ever going to not watch. So Well, well
1: you say stick it out, and, and uh, that's the thing is, like, after the first couple episodes, I was like, ah, hey, you know, I got kind of excited about this, I think I'm going to stick it out, but after a while, I found myself, like, anticipating a new episode, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah,
0: I would, uh, just because I'm, I'm a completist, and I had to know where it was going, <laughs> whether I liked it or not, but...
1: Yeah, but wow. I was I I mean I was watching the episodes and and I'm sure in the a little down the line here we'll get into some of these gro- the groaners, but there were definitely like like really bad groaners to me mm-hmm. and also like really high points. But in the end, like even after even with the first couple episodes, it got me engaged in the storyline and the characters enough to where like, you know, I'd find myself going, "Oh, that was a really exciting fight," or, you know, or that was a really good moment there, or, you know, in in between
2: winces. <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. the same way as you guys do. I, I from the minute it was announced, I was ready. I I missed not having Star Trek on TV. Uh, I think I think that one of the reasons I loved it, it was episodic. Is that the word I'm looking for? That you had to. You know, it, it it ended on a little cliffhanger every week, and and mm-hmm. at enterprise no, no epi, probably... epi, episodic. But, no, what, you got my... you got it exactly opposite. Yeah, <laughs>
0: serialized. Basically. Yeah, well,
2: yeah. I'm,
1: episodic I'm very... is like each one's self, like a self-contained. The next the generation's favorite. more
2: episodic. You know, yeah. the
1: Orville is more episodic. Well, you know
2: I mean, I, I I liked it. Maybe that's why I was so hooked on it because you know you could watch a. For the most part, Next Generation, you could watch an episode and, okay, if you missed one, the next one would be fine. But, you know, if you missed an episode of Discovery, you – for the most part, you were kind of – had to go back and, and, and see what you missed. But it easily was probably the my favorite TV show. Yeah, you, can, of- you
1: can run Next Generation randomly in syndication, yeah. Yeah. and it'll be
2: okay. Yeah.
1: You can't run Discovery randomly. Ooh. But it's a new world now, you know, so yeah. it's a Netflix world, basically, yeah. even though this isn't Netflix, it's CBS. But-
2: well, Enterprise did that. I think it was <laughs> maybe the third season they had the whole uh, temporal time war uh, thing that was going on in And it wasn't done very well. At least I don't. I don't. I didn't remember liking it that much. But it really worked for Discovery, I think.
1: Yeah. Um. I. My theory. (coughs) Pardon me. On this one is I think they really well on top of they really tried to do everything.
0: That was yeah. That was my biggest point. I was going to make because I think they threw yeah. They kind of tried to be everything to all fans, and I think that was one of.
1: I don't know if they... One of the things
0: like, I didn't like about it, but...
1: Tried to be everything, but they tried to throw a little bit of everything in there, yeah. probably to see what, sti- you know, and then it, it had this feel of like, hey, let's try out swearing, hey, let's try out some Klingon tits, yeah. and, then ru- yeah. and then you can run to the internet and see what people say, and go like, yeah. oh, okay, you know, and you just throw enough of it, a, a little bit of it out there, so it's not like Game of Thrones, where it's like, oh, I wonder whose Klingon tits we're gonna see this week, you know? Well, that's,
0: that was one of the Things that gave me hesitation about the new show is that they they kind of led with the announcement that it's like, oh, it's going to be, we can do anything on here. We can swear, we can show boobs, you know, and I was kind of like, why? You know, then why everybody bother? becomes Jeff Goldblum and yeah, it's just, just like, like, so like so yeah, yeah, exactly, just because you can. Um, Do you think
2: they were just testing the waters and, and the second? I scene think so. It?
1: it really felt like that to me. Yeah, they were just yeah. little, little snippets, and they were very. You know, when 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 they dropped the f bomb, it's very just this sort of isolated thing, you know. And it and it and it's there. And I think they put it there in a place where it doesn't really ruin anything of the rest of the story. But if you don't like it, you're going to go like, oh, come on. Yeah. But if you like it, it's going to be. It'll. I guess it'll be great. It's a great laugh line if you like. That if if you do like it, but either way, it's gone, and then they're on to the regular story, and you can sort of forget about it. So I think they were they were dipping their their toes yeah. in their water. Do do people want? <laughs> <clears throat> do they want it more mature and in, in swearing and nudity, or do they want it? You know, do they want fan service? And... Yeah,
2: you're right because if they were, you know, they were putting their toes in the water because you would think that they would have used the f word every other week, like real people talk. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah,
1: right. It would that become would have been it, bad. They <laughs> threw a shit in there later on. Yeah, they did, and, and an asshole. <laughs> But the shit didn't come from the asshole. It was just two different <laughs> words. But but I think throwing all that stuff, I think what they ended up doing at the end of the day, at the end of the season, is they created the first successful... Action Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's an it's an it's an it, it ha- it's an action story. A lot of the you know a lot of the ways it's intrigue and adventure and twists and culminating in a lot of like really good battles that are earned because they're actually characters that you care about involved in you know strategy that you're involved with involved in them. But unlike the the movies have been trying to and I and I think a lot of people like think of Wrath of is like an action Star Trek movie. You know, and they've been trying to recreate the the Wrath of Khan. You know, someone against a, a grudged enemy, and you know. But yeah. Wrath of Khan was was really more of a drama than anything. That's why it worked, and and, and it had an action sequence at the end. But then you get stuff like, um, oh, what's the one with fucking Tom Hardy in it?
0: Oh yeah, ins- um, insurrection. Nemesis. Nemesis, Nemesis yeah. which
1: tried to be a flat out action movie, and and the new Trek. Are flat out action movies, but they don't ring true of track because they're a two-hour movie. So all they really have time to do is really be an action movie, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And this had time to be an action movie, but it had time to put store a storyline in it, the characters and enemies that you get to know, instead of just like, oh, here comes this this guy and he's pissed and he's got antimatter, you know. Or mm-hmm. whatever, you know. Oh, here he comes out of another dimension. This, the, it, you know. So, and it also has a lot of Star Trekiness to it. You know, the yeah. the 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 ultimate end of the story is a Star Trek ending. Yeah. Which. And I think is... I
0: enjoyed a lot more. I, I think they. It felt a little more like Star Trek that I wanted to see in the first half of the season Um than maybe the. The second. And I didn't mind, you know, there was some good action in the first half, too, obviously. The special effects were definitely top notch in this. Um, You can see the whole budget up there on screen for that.
1: There's a budget on this one,
0: that's for sure. Um, So, I mean, I don't know. It felt, as we've been saying, it felt like kind of different sections of the season had very different feels to them. And that's kind of a, that kind of stuck in my craw a little bit, but.
2: Well, oh. I know at the mid-season at the mid-season break, I had talked to uh, Chris, and we were—he kept me up all night long with his theory about <laughs> where the show was going to go for the second half of My the season. My wrong theory. No, but it was. But the thing about it was, I can't remember a show being on that I was just so crazy trying to figure out what was going to go on, what was going to happen, and your theory was was wrong, but it would have been perfect. I mean, it could have went so many ways, and I was, I was just... But even so,
1: to... all the theories and, and the way it went, it was all sort of Star Trek stuff. I mean, that's what Star Trek... Yeah. Spo- that's what science fiction's supposed to do. You're supposed to sit there and go, like, well, maybe
2: it's a temporal anomaly, and I'm just, I, don't, I don't know, but well, what if they, and, you and know... And if you could yeah. the conversations we were having with with uh, with my friend Mark, we were having deep conversations trying to figure this stuff out, and going back and watching some of the Original episodes that they made reference of here and there. I mean, you know, I loved it when they made a reference to uh, Captain Archer.
0: Yeah, uh,
2: and and it was the little things like that that that, that they dropped that I I loved. Uh, and I, I you know I really I really liked uh, Harry Mudd being back. What did you guys think about Rain uh, Wilson? I hate Harry I Mudd.
0: Loved it actually. I never been a huge Harry <laughs> Mudd fan, but I thought they they did a pretty good job on that one. though. I'm oh. a Harry
1: Mudd hater, and uh-huh. Scott Gardner can attest to this Who Star Trek Mo- Monthly Monday, you know, not only with the TV shows, but when we would pick up a comic and they would be pulling out Harry Mudd a- again, it's just like, oh, goddamn Harry Mudd. And so, who we've always thought is one of the useless, most useless and non like, non-realistic start, you know, just a, a flat out, like, co- cheesy comedy relief character or whatever. Yeah. But, <laughs> in the last couple of years, first of John Byrne did a one of his photo stories on Harry Mudd yep. which is mm-hmm. batshit crazy but fun. And I was like, "Ooh, finally a Harry Mud story that I like." Now this did something that I usually don't like when people do to a character, which is update him and add some grit to him, and you know make the character more realistic and gritty. But it was, when Harry, when when it comes to Harry Mud, yes, <laughs> please, Good. I'll take that. And Rain Wilson did a great job of making him. Harry Mudd, but bringing out that like you know asshole side of him that isn't very comical, you know. Right?
0: No, he was a lot more sinister in this. Yeah, he was, no, he was a straight up villain. Well, you know? if you if you if
1: you look at what Harry Mudd is doing in the original Star Treks, he's a he's a piece of shit. Yeah. he's like a human. Oh, yeah. He's a human trafficker and stu- yeah. and stuff like that. And and
2: yeah, and they cleaned it up. They cleaned it up for the '60s. You know, he's a human trafficker, but he was. He was funny and he was goofy. He was and funny, open.
1: and it all yeah. turned out for the best in the end. And yeah. and then they brought his wife back when he had the robots and stuff. But you know, if you really sit and think about what Harry Mudd was doing, it was really ethically wrong, especially in the Star Trek, the Starfleet right. context. You know, Kirk, Kirk definitely didn't like him, but. It was it was just kind of like ah oh, Harry he got his you know ha 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 yeah and in this one it's just like no fuck you Harry Mudd. yeah <laughs> you're a fucking dick and <laughs> that's uh that's how it should be and
2: I yeah Ray Rainn Wilson's a good actor too yeah you know? he, I I always love and and how about uh, let's some of the characters I mean what did you think about uh. Michael Burnham, uh Martin Green right. as a character and as and as the premise of, you know, a human that was raised you know, trying to be Vulcan. I thought it was it was pretty original and does it fit into the? Can it fit into the timeline of her being Spock? Yeah, yeah sort of. Yeah. That bothered me
0: a little. I wasn't. I didn't think that was. You know, I, I did th- think that screwed with continuity a little bit too much. But I. They ultimately won me over. Why couldn't, why couldn't over. we
1: have Soulcat or something like that? Some other Vulcan guy who's like maybe not quite as awesome as Sarek, but still a good Vulcan. Fo- you know, yeah. why does it? You know, it's like why do you have to insert it so? You know, it's it's almost like they're. Like like telling people, don't worry, Spock's coming. Right.
2: Spock has a lot of secrets, man. The guy has a fucking brother that we right. didn't yeah, know. I was
0: still upset they... we didn't get a Surak, Sir, was it? What's his name? Spock's Sirak. brother. And... Oh, oh,
2: right. He finds his secrets, uh, Spock's life. I guess. I'm,
0: I'm one of the three people that actually like Star Trek Five. So
1: <laughs> I, I like Star Trek Five too with, with you... caveats, but I like Star Trek Five. It's very Star Trek.
2: DeForest <laughs> Kelly's death death uh, scene where his father was dying was the best thing about um, that. that He finally got a chance to... I
0: I still think the Kirk I need my pain speech is is one of the best he's done.
1: What's Why this? does God need a spaceship is one of the ultimate Kirk moments yeah. ever yeah. ever ever in Star Trek so yeah
2: well I, I really liked her I I, like, I I think that that you know she's trying to be Vulcan but slowly her humanness it creeps out more well, than I think than the, she would like. I think the
1: writer I think the writers of all the characters flubbed up her character the most and she pulled through the actress was able to pull it through. Yeah. despite what they, because they they sort of presented her as a human who's been raised as a Vulcan and pressured to be a Vulcan with her mother just going, no, 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 be a human, but still yeah. pre- under intense pressure to be a Vulcan. And so she's kind of Vulcan-like and it just sort of, that just sort of goes away, which is yeah. which is good because I guess as a human, you know, but it's, it's sort of her, where she was at was very unclear in the beginning. It'll be interesting to watch it over over again because it was plotted out as a as a sort of mirror image of each other. So they they planned a lot of it out. But in the beginning, it was like she was trying to do something with that character, and it was written kind of awkwardly. And as the season went on, they just let her be her own person. And and I end up I end up really like she reminds me of um um in a way uh, when John Byrne did a whole series on the character of Number One from Pike's Ship. Yep, Majel spirits character who's just us she's just strong and she gets like to her to her core she gets Starfleet. Michael Burnham gets the idea of Starfleet. Yeah. And and you could see, you could see it in the actress. And and by by the mid the the mid season by the mid season I was like invested in it. But up until that mid season finale I was like ah it's going up and down and up and down and you know round and round a little bit. But from the mid-season on, Burnham's character is is very. Most of the character, even Tilly, who I still am not oh, a big yeah. fan now, of. I remember
2: I spoke to you about Tilly, and I said I like her, and you hated her. I wanted. I to hated hate her at first. And, I wanted to yeah. know. I still
1: don't like. Me. I still don't like when they. T- these are these are the things that I don't like the most about this uh, discovery. Is Tilly is a character who speaks and acts. She's like the the proxy for a fan. Yeah. And and they played with that in the last jedi with rose they started her off as one of those characters and then very quickly cut that off and said oh no okay here's what where she really belongs in the story yeah. tilly is tilly is the fangirl that like gets involved with everybody and gives advice to everybody knows what's up with everybody and but talks in a, is the only person t- who talks in a sort of relaxed modern parlance and, yeah. and an awkward like you know young lady you know young starfleet cadet part she's a young starfleet cadet but she talks like an awkward nerd girl at a convention yeah. and i hate that i hate that i'm glad that they gave her something to do other than be the like basically just like the lucky fangirl who gets to get in the middle of everything and like that it was a nice twist that she was in the other universe she 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 and she had to pretend to be the captain and be a badass and all that that was that was at least gave her character something to do but it's still it annoys that it, it annoys the hell out of me it was just like when they had the one what I think was it the Harry mud episode Where, yeah it was the Harry mud episode with the time loop and uh you yeah. know what music are they listening to at the they're having a party that looks like a modern disco party you know yeah. at, a, at a lounge club and they're listening to late 20th century early 21st century music you know I've
0: never been a fan of that newer track I, I mean and i hate yeah.
1: hate hate it
0: i mean like you know star trek 2 quoting melville is one thing uh, you know but it just like uh, i no that
1: makes part. that makes sense yeah. because <laughs> melville people are quoting melville now and he's right. 200 years old
2: well what i liked about tilly or you know mary weissman uh, she has a she, she um has a little bit part in baskets i don't know if you guys watch baskets but i think it's, it's genius hilarious show um she wasn't perfect looking man i mean every everyone apparently that's in starfleet for the most part is beautiful and mm. perfect and <laughs> and then i for the first time here is this actress that Oh, yeah, she's pretty. I like. Her.
0: Well, luckily, we have no obesity to look. Well, for that's that's old. Future, that's I'm, old. I'm all down with that.
2: That's old. <laughs> that's old. Star Trek
1: though is like uh, next generation and stuff had a lot of lumpy extras in the background because they got a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's true they got a lot of extras and nerds and and like people who are like I want to be on Star Trek. Well, sure, put on the Starfleet outfit and walk. You know, there's a million contest winners in next generation. You know, and this, the, the that's what I liked about the Last Jedi. It had some lumpy, big nosed actors. That are kind of doofy looking, you know, and, and like from maybe from the wrong side of the tracks, and they threw a rebel outfit on him. That looks right, but yeah, I don't like the the the, the W B casting of every show. That's every show now, you know. Yeah. Well, that, even that even the good. walk, well, even the Walking Dead. Like if there's a character that's kind of homely, they're like you know they're even like the Eugene
2: or Foxy looking on the Walking Dead.
0: I mean. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I was a big fan of her from uh, from Walking Dead, and you know, plus when we found out she was moving jobs, it let me know that Sasha was dying soon. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I thought the casting—I mean, just you know—aside from the two pretty people um, factor, I thought the casting was great. I, I love yeah. the guy who played Larka, and um, you know, okay. hey. Well,
2: I have to bring out the the um, the elephant in the room and talk about the Klingons. I mean, I know it's been beat to death, but I really need to know what you guys. Have you gotten past the fact that that they're different, or do you think... No, I I don't
1: mind, because it seems
2: like... About maybe there's different species, you know, different different offshoots in different parts of the planet. We had talked about that the other day, but for the most part, I think that I've gotten past it. I, I think it what they're
1: up- try, I think they're actually trying to shore that up even with this. At first, I was like, at first, I'm always, no matter what Star Trek it is, uh, except for you know that that period where they just had consecutive Star Trek shows and all, and and they had Worf and more than you know yeah in more than one show but the i look at that as a time period of star trek but every time you get to a new you know then when you get to the movies every every, every special effects guy is going to want to get their chance to redesign the Klingons. It's in yeah. the Enterprise and all that, you know, so it's just it it, it it ain't gonna happen. But I think with this show they were trying to sow the seeds of shoring up, like how Klingons could actually in this universe be the sort of green, greasy faced guys that we yeah. ran into in the original season, and oh, then yeah, the guy in trouble with
0: Tribbles, and then it provided and then a good explanation with the whole sleeper agent thing, I thought. And I, yeah, I, I still say that. My my prediction is that Michael and uh, whatever Klingon sleeper agent's name is, Tyler. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I was well, I you know was going for the Klingon pronunciation, but I I can't. Um, or whatever the fuck his name was. Vote, yeah. uh, and uh, you know I, I envision them uh, maybe Prophet having a baby T'Kuvma. together. Maybe they have a baby together and it's more like a wharf Klingon or, you know, it's more like, or they spawn the whole, you know, who knows, maybe they spawn the whole human-looking Klingon race. Who knows, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was a weird design. I was a little taken oh, aback uh, by it at first and although it was a bold choice, I thought it was when they were doing the first dialogue scenes between all the Klingons that it was really freaking long yeah. To get through a conversation. See, I didn't even notice that. Everybody was complaining yeah. about that. I was
1: like, oh, okay. And then I went back and looked at it and go, yeah, they got a point. But I, when it was happening, yeah. I didn't really even notice I admire
0: it. that they did it, that they kind I was of stuck just happy to their guns that... and didn't just kind of transition into English like so many shows do. Let us practice <laughs> our English. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, me, Star our Trek Earth's was tongue.
2: back. Star Trek was back on TV, so I was so excited. I, I just read it, and it didn't bother me. But but some of my friends that were watching it, going, they were going, Jesus, what's with the subtitles? Come on, man! But it didn't bother me, and and I and the the overall look of the Klingons didn't bother me that much. I, I'm I'm all in. But as far as overall looks, how about Uh, Saru? I,
0: I love, love Saru. He's one of my favorite characters at the end of the, the season.
1: Um, right out of yep. the gate, right out of the gate, I was. I thought his whole the- fear sensing fear and like sensing impending death. Yeah, Anglia is, is kind of yeah. Is I thought that thought that was kind of stupid, and I'm like, oh, is that what that this guy's hook is gonna be? Because yeah. that's gonna be get old real quick. Yeah, and they 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 boop skirted right around that and and he ended up being it's he's the data and the spock of this show you know he's the the alien creature that like thinks and acts differently and it's funny he even speaks a little like data he has a little bit about him that's kind of actually yeah. like data and spock mixed together
2: he's a but- predator species like he says you know and and what I liked about him was he started off you almost so this guy's chicken shit. You know, he was he started off kind of as uh, skittish, and then he evolved by the end of the season to uh, to you know his character evolved
0: into uh, into a leader,
1: into I a think. captain, into a yeah. really good captain, yeah. Yeah. yeah, really good
0: captain. So uh, talk about up. great casting choices. You you know Doug Jones. I mean, the man has made a complete career out of acting through makeup. So you just cannot do better than that. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, and and uh, yeah, and he 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 captured the the character. I like how um, it wasn't. I thought, okay, this is just you know his character um, beats are also going to be you know his his. Um, being pissed off that Burnham like <laughs> cost him like his whole career, you know, basically yeah. screwed, messed yeah. up his career. I thought it was going to be a lot of grudginess and stuff. He
2: offered, he offered her a blueberry. So hey,
1: you know that. He got, that he, <laughs> yeah, he got he got right. He got past it. You know, he he yeah. worked he worked through it like very Starfleet like like a Starfleet All right. trooper.
2: All right, yeah. how about how about Paul uh, Stamets? And I want to maybe we could touch on the spore drive. Is it is it going to come back is it not going to come back it's, it shouldn't
1: it, come back it should be it, something's either got to be wrong, wrong with it or something's got to happen because or they've got to uh, determine that it's like unethical to use you know what i mean the, that
0: was why that kind of the beginning arc of that was one of my favorite parts of the season cuz that felt kind of the most star trek to me um or more of the you know with the tardigrade new civilizations yeah because I mean, I saw that going very much in a you know addressing the prime directive type situation, um, in that you know, hey, this this creature grants us great technology, but we really shouldn't be using sentient beings to power our spaceships.
2: Yeah, so we'll just use the gay guy.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, that was a that was a good you know, it was an easy but good transition to kind of free them from being you know, the the future uh, version of Peta's. Uh, worst enemy yeah
2: well i i like stamets i think he's a fun
0: character yeah yeah, on on
1: hair metal heroes recommendation i just watched the other day the movie because i was like i need a comedy i need Mm -hmm. to watch a comedy and he said watch death and a funeral which i've never death at a funeral which i've never seen a frank oz movie yeah and he's like it's tasteless but it's you know it's frank oz so it's hilarious and it has stamets in it huh and okay. he's the guy, C-map, he's the nervous boyfriend of the one girl, and they're going, and her father's going to be there, She's. they go into her brother's house, and she goes, well, here, take one of these Valiums, and it turns out he's a chemist that makes psychedelic drugs. Nice. Oh, that's right, So, yeah. so, oh, so my basically, God, the tough. guy who plays Stamets in that movie is tripping his face off yeah. through the yeah. whole movie, so I wonder if they saw that movie and go went, hey, this guy's good at playing <laughs> tripping his face off, let's yeah. get him for, for uh, Discovery, because Stamets is basically... Oh. In his face off once he gets Indeed. a spoonful <laughs> of, no, of spores. He did a good job. Yeah. I mean, now, there's, there's scenes that are right out of a dead show with him when he's, like, talking to people, you know, when he first gets into the spores, when he yeah. first gets his eyes all spored out.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I can see the spore drive going... The, maybe the last season of Next Generation that maybe you would know, Chris, where they, they determined that warp travel was harming space, so they were going to have to curtail it and use not go above a certain right. speed, so maybe maybe down the line we're going to find out they, they can't ride it out entirely I think, it's too... I mean, the spaceship looks like it was designed just for that purpose, to spin around and maybe that's how they, they, they used their warp engines, or, but... They they have to come to some conclusion about spore drive, right
1: and, because yeah, this if because if spore if the spore drive it oh, yeah. alters Every- everything in the be- that 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 means um, Voyager <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> has no problem <laughs> at all. You could know? have made
0: it back. Yeah, right.
2: Exactly. It would <laughs> have right. been nothing. How about, how about the two captains, Filippa uh, Giorgio, and we'll talk about her first, uh, uh, Michelle Yeoh. Uh, thoughts.
1: Um, I thought stunt stunt, stunt casting after the first couple episodes, and then when they brought her back, it was brilliant, and it was like, yeah, yes, yeah, okay, Michelle Yeoh gets to, because you were like, all right, she was good, but she yeah, didn't but... really get, it's like, you got Michelle Yeoh, you got her for a little bit of time, all she's doing is sort of being a captain, and you got a couple little, like, a short fight scene with her, and it's just like... Okay, you sort of wasted a little opportunity there, but no, you know that's where the whole twisty thing comes in. As you got in the second half,
2: and she's still
1: alive.
0: And yeah. she's—I didn't and see she's, that coming at all either. Yeah. I, I probably should have, but you know, it when they're doing been, the whole it, it, "no it, one's it, ever seen the emperor" thing, I'm like, well, oh, they're probably it, doing that just because. I mean, was did we ever meet the emperor in, in no. the Mirror Universe in the original? I mean, no. was, I do not think so. So there, I, there, there's a lot of a lot of
2: issues about you know, the mirror universe and jumps around. And there must have been a lot of wars and a lot of changes of power going on in that universe because yeah. it doesn't fit conveniently. Yeah, I, into- I I, I, I no. mean,
1: that's how it always, that's how the, it all worked was just everybody trying to kill whoever was above them. Yeah. you know. Yeah. So, I mean, it must have always. a new
2: emperor
0: every week. Yeah. Always I like been the
2: From the episode of Enterprise where they had the mirror universe in it, and Chris, I don't know if you you went back and you watched that episode, didn't you?
1: I've watched, uh, yeah, I've watched all the Mirror well, Universe. It,
2: it ends. What, what was the ship that 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 jumped over there? And they had it, that they the starship it that starts, was the mirror.
1: It starts with a C, what? I think.
2: Well, well, anyway, the um when, when they when they finally got the ship, they were bringing it back to the Emperor. It was uh, Yoshi, I guess. The evil Yoshi was was had killed uh had killed Archer, and she was. Traveling, and she was giving it back to the to the empire, and I said, "Hey, maybe she's related to Filippo uh, Giorgio. Oh, well, maybe line, you know, they it, it could do something like that." But um, and how about Lorca? What do you guys think about uh, Captain Gabriel Lorca, Jason Isaacs? I, I, I thought
0: he did a bang up job, but I yeah. mean, he he was a little cartoony. I mean, he was basically Ahab, you know, in the first. <laughs> The first half of the season. Yeah, but,
1: um... he, they almost put him out there, <sighs> and I'm like, this guy can't last... Because he's t- he just visually he's too much of like here's your standard TV s- captain for Star Trek he had that just look to him you know sort of like um what's his what's his name from Enterprise
2: Bacula mm-hmm. Bacula yeah,
1: yeah. So it's a, l- a little bit a little bit of a mixture of Bacula and um, what's his name from uh, Scarface from <laughs> from uh, Battlestar Galactica played yeah. Oh,
2: Yeah, yeah, I I could, I could uh, say, uh, uh, almost uh, Edward James, almost. Yeah, good point.
1: A little bit of the leather face of uh, Edward J. Almost, but it was like, no, this is Burnham's show. So why do you have this guy who's like this bomb, you know, bombastic Kirk-like? you know rogue guy and it's like yeah why do they want to take the oxygen away from their from their lead with right, this so guy so something had to be and then you're like oh he's psycho so you're like he ain't gonna last eventually you know burnham's gonna uh-huh. have to take you know you know
2: is, is lorca prime still alive do you think
1: i think i think uh-huh. they can't resist
0: yeah
2: <laughs> if you had yeah. to the captain I, which one would you pick Giorgio or would you would you keep Lorca?
0: Uh, I don't know. I mean, we God. don't know what we Lorca don't know Prime what the, is really like at all. Yeah, so. he
2: might be a total wuss.
0: ball, yeah, a, you know.
2: I'm reading the new uh the new discovery uh, you know, novel that came out and uh, he's portrayed pretty much it it, it predates everything. It, it's his early days in Starfleet and and the way they're writing him is he's kind of a dick. He's not afraid to to beat someone over the head to get uh, well, information out of him. And uh, so far, it seems like well, I, it'd be an interesting twist. To see I don't think it, he would
1: the, be a wuss because they, yeah. they sort of, uh, I, I uh, one thing is I don't hate the mirror universe. I actually like like all the mirror universe stories, but I sort of think it's a well that, you know, it's like, you know, oh, the mirror, you know, why, if there's infinite universes, why is it always a mirror, you know? Why do yeah. I, we always have to go to that one particular mirror universe? And this episode sort of showed, like, maybe because there's lots of interconnections and you know common threads that make those two universes intertwined more than another other two. you know it, it didn't spell that out but it sort of you know it left that open. you you started noticing you know there there were there were threads that that were similar with all the characters and and even you know things about you know Burnham Burnham and, and um, Giorgio Georgia were feeling each each other, you know. Even though the one was a was a psychopathic killer, yeah. and 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 the the um, Burnham from our universe was a a super mushy wuss to that one. They were still feeling each other, you know. The still, yeah. The the bo- the, the bond was still there, and there was a bond, creepy as it was, between Evil Lorca and and Good Burnham too. Yeah, there you was know, that, that was that that I was picking up on. So they so they sort of put a rationalization, you know, something to think. About about why those two universes keep keep interacting with each other, which is, I mean, my theory for the mid season was that they were showing up in the re- regular Star Trek, finally into the real Star Trek, you know, the the Next Generation original series and all that stuff, Deep Space Nine, where all that was them finally going into that universe, and it would explain why they had the spore drive, and I was like, oh well, that could be the start of. The secret Starfleet organization in Deep Space Nine, because you know this, it'll be sort of like a um, oh, what what, what was uh, the UFO crash there uh, Roswell? Roswell. It would be like the Roswell incident of Starfleet, where they get a hold of the Spore Drive ship and put it into into the you know secret Starfleet mothballs or something, you know. And that's what I thought where I thought it was going. And then I I gotta admit I was kind of like oh mirror universe, okay now we know what to expect. But I was wrong. I didn't know what to expect. And it was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, how about um, Ash? Uh, Ash Tyler? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, to me, look at that was the most calm.
1: I thought flag, he was the. We- or- I thought he was the weakest link after Tilly.
0: Yeah, I, st- I wasn't really invested in that. I mean, it was pretty well telegraphed that he was. Uh- you know, Klingon sleeper from early on. At least for me, I figured it out pretty early.
2: Something was going. Something was going on with him. Yeah, I think that was the weakest point. I still, and you explained it to me, Chris. i mean, yeah. Apparently, he played both parts. He played the albino. Uh, yeah. Klingon, and then he played um, Ash Tyler.
0: His uh, Klingon was excellent. I'll give yeah. him that
2: much. Um. <laughs> Latif, uh, but. Chris, you explained it to me, and I want you to do it again because it's driving me crazy. How did they. You said they built. You think they built. A, a, they built him from scratch? Was that. No, you,
1: I think they. I think they. They torturously flayed open his. I yeah, because. I think they cut down his
0: bones and, and. The doctor he murdered was. Yeah, it was like, yeah, they. Somebody. Yeah, ripped you to pieces, man. <laughs> and he remembered them filing down his fingers,
1: you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, as somebody who's a fan of conspiracy theories and MK Ultra and all that stuff, it was right by the. If you ever see the movie Conspiracy Theory with no. Mel Gibson, where Professor X is torturing him, that it's a, he he had a compartmental he had some sort of compartmentalized personality, go, Manchurian Candidate thing going on. Yeah, and I figured it. They they had to do the surgery on he was the Klingon and then they, they put Ash Tyler's a copy of his brain into it, into the, the, the Klingon and then made yeah. the Klingon the compartmentalized right. um, personality to come out at the, at the right time when he was triggered by his, by his woman but uh, yeah, I just thought that was all, and and they and it it could have gone in all these ways, and it went in unpredictable ways. But it was just kind of uh, the actor who played him was trying to do a good job, but it was he just did sort of variations on like looking like he was gonna throw up mm-hmm. any second. <laughs> yeah. You know, his he yeah. did a lot of like chin throat. well. Rubbing.
2: He's not dead either. So do you think he will see him again somewhere down the road? Do you think he was since the Klingon war is over and maybe they will look on to other things? Maybe we won't see him or maybe he'll be uh, some type of key to bring in... Uh, Klingons and humans together, or is that what they're trying to go for?
1: Well, they they can't really go for that yet. They just can they reflect- can have it tr- have them trying or setting the setting the foundation for it. But that's a that's a next generation era thing, you yeah. know. Yeah, That doesn't happen till I mean Our the discovered next country anyway. The next mm-hmm. the, right, the ne- that's where and that's only where it just begins. <sighs> So I think the only like the only like major Klingon development we have to to meddle with or to build up to or to work work within the framework of the next thing that happens is the Organian truce or whatever they call it or treaty yeah. where you know that happens in the original <laughs> series. So maybe the Klingon thread is it, is it gonna go anywhere? I'm I'm still wishing, <laughs> and he, and this is a, a not a prediction but a wish because i don't predict i predict that if i made this as a prediction i'd be 99.999 percent chance of being wrong and what i would like them to do is and i know it's not going to happen because it's a strong cast and i want to see i want to see this cast i want to see definitely more of suru and michael Mm -hmm. burnham and, and 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 such as but i would like and here's a big spoiler at the end of the season they've they answer a distress call to oh, what? What ship is it? As soon as you see like the little like numbers coming up into the boxes, you
0: know it's gonna be 1701
1: because right. that's the only number that anybody's gonna recognize. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Now, I am I'm, wish... I'm
0: hoping we get a Commander Pike. Or oh, Pike, I mean, you gotta or... have Commander yeah. now, Pike. I mean, Chris... Kirk's gotta
1: be down the chain more yeah. at this point. Now, He's
2: was Spock serving on that ship yet?
1: I don't think he should be he should spock and burnham both sort of went out into the world just a couple years apart spock going avoiding starfleet so spock's got a little ways to go then to get into starfleet then to get his way up to science officer on the enterprise Eh, it's still a few years in the future
0: yeah i don't think they're gonna fan service this that quite that much and recast a spock by any means i just don't think it's gonna happen
1: i don't know i don't look at I wouldn't be opposed to it. I, I think what? that I think they might be like holding it in their
2: pocket for
1: when they think they might want to need it. But
2: hey, Zachary Quinto could do it. He's basically you know a TV actor. I, right? but, I, yeah, I, the, I
0: don't like his yeah. Spock. He's too I, doughy. I don't either. And, well, I don't like how Spock is written in the new movies. But, and he's
2: not that Spock.
1: You know, yeah. he's he would if if Zachary Quinto was like, okay, I'm gonna do him Nimoy. Okay, maybe. But he's still, it's yeah. Well,
2: it's he, tough to. What do you guys think of the? Of uh, uh, James Frain, uh, who did uh, Sarak. Do you think that was pretty good casting? He was really good.
0: Yeah, I, I had, liked him a lot. I've always liked that actor too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Game of Thrones, right? He might be a little but, young to be Sarac because he's a. He,
0: they he, both him and Amanda do seem a little young. I mean, unless I mean.
1: Uh, I mean, we're only talking Michael like 20, be 20 years before. Older we, than
0: Spock, I suppose. So we're
1: we're only we're only talking like actually like 15, 10 15 years before we see him in next in original season, and he's already like gray. You know, yeah. he's already being played by a fifty some year old actor. But the the guy who played him was really good, and I you know yeah. I liked him. I I didn't like in the beginning that he had like super Jedi psychic. Yeah, that was a little weird. <laughs> powers, but it worked. It, 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 they they yeah. made it work. But wait, I didn't get to my wish yet. Oh yeah, your wish. My wish is next season, the first episode, we, we, uh, um, end up, um, switching off, handing off, tag teaming. Oh,
2: Oh God, I see what you're doing. And then we have a
1: season of Pike's Enterprise.
0: Oh, that would just with number be, one. Yeah.
1: Pike and number one being the only characters we we know from maybe maybe grab the names of a couple of the extras from you know the original pilot.
2: Well, I seem to remember when when the show was first announced that they were talking about every season. Yes, was, well, I, a,
1: yeah. I, I love that That's idea. Kind of I
2: did too. Um, American Horror Story, in that every season tells a totally different story, and I could see it working like that and i love uh, that
1: idea but then again i love the idea of having a consistent cast yeah. that's going to keep getting well, more and more into their characters and, yeah. and writers and crew and having that whole continuation well, you know
2: correct me if I, if i'm wrong and i want your guys input but the ending seemed like it was filmed for a show that they weren't sure was coming back With the awards and everything, and then all of a sudden, maybe that ending with the Enterprise—they tacked that on at the end. It seemed,
0: very possibly, it it
2: seemed like it was ending the way uh, Enterprise ended, with you know everyone getting their awards. Tilly's going to go to study to be a captain, and. And that that seemed like it was what they did in case maybe they decided that, hey, this isn't going to work, it's expensive, we're not making our money back. And then when they found out that, hey, this is working, everyone likes this, it's getting good ratings, we're going to come back again, so let's film the mother of all cliffhangers and tack it on the end. Did you guys get that feeling? They, that- they certainly
0: wrapped up the Klingon war like they were only getting one season, although I do like how they did it. I like the whole kind of mutually assured destruction thing they left it with. You know, or basically it's like, I'm heading Klingon now because I can blow up our freaking planet if I want to. Yeah. Um, so First, that I did like, but it what was... What did you
2: think about how they wrapped up the ending? Did you think it was wrapped up too tight, neatly in little packets? I think it could have probably had maybe two more episodes to wrap up the whole Klingon war thing or do you think yeah yeah i i you see
1: i thought they were gonna stretch it out a lot longer like at the mid-season finale when they blew up the 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 bit you know the big ship i was just like oh that was fast (laughs) but it was a really but it was really good and earned thing and i was like that was intense so it sort of makes sense that they wrapped up the klingon war the same way sort of sort of in this one but you know i like it that it's it ended up being a mirror like mirror universe but then you know the beginning in the end ended up being mirror images of each other with burnham you know first making the choice to where she wanted to just like pound the clink you know the the what was it? The Klingon hello or whatever, and then at the end, like you know, cha- oh, cha- changing that. it, changing it up a- a- at the end, having another mutiny, yeah. and then changing it up where she she found the Star Trek way out of not killing everybody on on Kronos, yeah, and like you know, having mercy upon the enemy and all the innocents there, and and kind of a kind of a a, a couple of like unnecessary speeches or like maybe pandery speeches but you know what they were Star Trek
2: speeches so I'll take yeah. it yeah at least they're trying how about um weakest episode Scott you have, you have an episode that stands out as oh, I don't um, know.
0: really Not, nothing I can nail down because it's been so long since I, I haven't rewatched it the first
1: episode um, maybe for me <laughs> The first episode, yeah. or what about the Living Planet episode? Which yes, was, oh,
2: that that's mine with the with the crystal uh, antenna. I liked
1: it at the time because I was like, "This is like a just a, a start- side yeah. side adventure and a little mystery on this planet." And it reminded me of Next Generation. But now that I've watched the whole thing, it sort of it sort of sticks out as as yeah. not fitting with the rest
2: of it. Sticks yeah. out as maybe an experiment in telling one story for cuz i yep. if i'm not mistaken i think that was probably one of the only episodes that kind of was one and done almost it was kind it kind of tied in but it was a, it was
1: a one and done you know and it was it was very next generation cuz it was a, a kind of a one and done and it used the episode to give us a little more focus on Saru you know yeah Saru, yeah. Saru got you know got a snootful of of the crystal and and was <laughs> started freaking out. So that's yeah. a Star Trek classic, though, is somebody gets yeah. a snootful and starts <laughs> sure. acting out. And you know, I mean, they, they they went right. I mean, it was it was in almost every other original series one. And Next Generation started it by paying tribute to you know having them catch the same thing that made Sulu run through the hallways. Uh, you know, with his with his sword and yeah, oh, that was. And 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 had data, yeah, data, you know, show off his full functionality to Tasha Yar. Well, Uh, to to their
2: credit, I think that this was one of the shows, first one in a long time that I had several oh shit moments where something would happen and I would just go holy shit. Yeah. Well, uh, big
1: battles, and they were earned, so when something blew up, it was just like, wow, yeah, you know? Yeah. It, it, it actually earned its, like, hooray moments, and, its, and some, of its, some of its shock moments.
2: How much shock moments did you guys have? Did you not, guys not see many. a lot of this
0: coming, or...? Uh... Not uh, some of it. I like the thing with, the said, like, Klingon sleeper agent. Yeah. When I... they started doing his little torture flashbacks, I knew it was surgery to change that, him that, and not That's torture. the thing
1: is, you sort of knew a twist was... coming you didn't know what the twist was or that there was a twist coming so there wasn't a lot of stuff that was like
0: oh hey that came out of nowhere but whether Klingon or not I mean as soon as they introduced Tyler, he kind of had He's a like, neon there's, sign up above there's his something. head. It's like, I'm going to end up a
1: bad guy, you know? Something's <laughs> up with this. Or yeah, or yeah. they Star Trek, the bad guy of him, you know, I mean, they really Star Trek, the bad guy of him. Cause he killed the ship's doctor. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 well, and that the... pissed
0: people off. Let me tell you on yeah. the That
1: was
2: stuff. an oh shit moment for <laughs> me. And, and yeah. That was
1: an oh shit moment.
2: Gabriel Lorca turning out to be the mirror universe. Gabriel Lorca was the biggest oh shit. I
0: had, uh, I don't think it, i saw it, that coming i yeah,
2: but it was there man when he in, in his ready room with yeah. the evil weapons and the gorn skeleton and
0: yeah.
2: and and all of that they, they they whoever nothing got out and when that happened that was the biggest surprise i mean i could I, probably see felipe giorgio coming back in the evil mirror version of but what he turned out to be uh, you know, I, there's still so many questions. How did he? How did he? he I guess he got to our, our universe. They, they
1: said something about a transporter. There was a transporter malfunctioning thing. Yeah, basically, Temporal. how
0: old school did it, right? They just yeah. kind of switch places. Yeah.
1: It sounded like a old school thing.
0: The one thing I didn't like, really like, my least favorite part of the series, I think, at all, was Michael and Tyler love story. I just felt they had like. No chemistry together. Yeah. I, I just really didn't buy it at all. And I was only too bought it and too I, quick. It was okay.
1: kind of like those. It was kind of like um, Michael Burnham's like first high school boyfriend or something. Yeah. You know, just like, okay, w- whatever. But yeah, there was no, no heat in that relationship and, uh, and it's kind of doomed, but it could have gone predictably, but it was just like, yeah, I could have done, I could have done without his character at all. You could have yeah, easily written him out of this whole story
2: yeah. and it would have been just fine. It could have been a, uh, Riker Troy type of thing where it stretched out sexual tension maybe for a while but you're right I think it happened way too quick and uh
1: I think they should they they should have taken him right out. I
0: don't really give a shit who's fucking who in a Star Trek show. Yeah. Oh no, they but mean, it would have been pew pew it would have been and it exploration. Would have, <laughs> it would have been it would have been extra creepy
1: and kind of fun to instead of having him involved as having her and Lorca, not, yeah. not actually hook up, but have that have that Cheers sort of di- you know uh, what was, um, Sam and Diane, Sam and Diane, yeah. Sam and yeah. Diane thing going. You know, Diddy oh
0: Sam and Diane.
1: And uh, that's why I was fighting not to say Jack and Diane. (laughs) And I'm like, I know his name is not Jack.
2: Mirror Universe... Lorca and Michael Burnham had a thing, right? I mean, right, right. That's well, what Karen, I.
1: That's what and I mean. And, and have her b- being like, "I can't hump the captain, but I kind of have the hots for him." But at the same time, I smell a rat too. That would that would have been really interesting, you know. And and they could have played that more, and it would have been extra creepy when you find out what what the real dynamic is, you know. So they could, you know, that I thought they had they kind of underdeveloped, and uh, yeah, I I think they just wanted they wanted to. Have a, a romance. I, I think they wanted to have an actual romance in the story,
0: so it it to his redemption arc. But it didn't really. Anything, sort of, but me. I think
1: it was more of a shipping thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, like let's give people something to ship about and you know, and we'll use we'll use these characters, you know, and, and then have them actually hook up but with a twist. But yeah, that could have that could have gone and then then when it all went down and she was like, I hate you now and I have to fight through it was just kind of forced and yeah. Yeah.
2: all right, now how about could, could this show have the whole CBS all access that they went with, uh, it, it doesn't stop people from watching it. But uh, don't have the channel. But oh, really? It, me? <laughs> could it could it have made it on you know regular yeah. CBS? Or do you, I think
0: I, so, totally. What,
1: except so, for except it would have, without the f bombs and Klingon tits. Yeah, I
2: think I think it would have been.
1: When it got out? Uh, you know, got yeah,
0: out you can still make shit real edgy these days. I mean, look oh, at some yeah. of the stuff that's on oh. TV. You know, no, but, there's
1: some vi- there's some extreme violence in this, but it's no worse than stuff you could get away with on TV. You know, I mean, Brian Fuller got uh, got away with
0: huge gore on uh, Hannibal, on I think it was ABC, and got so there I mean, was
1: huge gore on Star Trek: The Next Generation. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, they they had a guy's head split heads split in
1: sh- half with <laughs> <Yeah>. a phaser. <laughs> Yeah. Like meat, like David Cronenberg meat yeah. splatter. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but I mean, you may, maybe more like a Walking Dead AMC sort of thing, you yeah. know, with it. But, I mean, if you cut out the F-bombs and the Klingon tits, it's there's not it? much to
2: keep it off regular television, really. Yeah, it is available on Netflix overseas and in Canada, too. I...
1: And it'll probably end up on Netflix too. When like season two comes out, season one will probably show up on Netflix or on mm. Amazon streaming or some, you know, something.
0: Netflix still has like all the Trek properties, so it, yeah, it it would and, surprise but, me. You no,
2: know, I have a friend that actually has the CBS on uh, all access, and there, re- there really isn't anything else on there. I mean, there's all all the Star Treks are on. You can, you can watch. They they have all the uh, the Star Trek seasons. And they had. had that
1: online for years. Though. Yeah, and yeah. I'm
2: looking at the rest of the stuff that they're offering, and I'm going, "Wow, well, why the hell would I pay, you know, this monthly fee for for the Star Trek?" And well, I, you know, I, I hope that they uh, that they get smart and maybe put it on regular network TV or they just a test to get their channel up and running.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing is once the first season of it's done then it's a, then it's just a property to them there. So they, they, they will sell it to Netflix or Amazon, whoever gives them the most money probably Yeah. for it. So, so they have it. It's like a syndication thing. So now they could, or they could sell it to several, several different ones to, to do with it as they please. But a lot of it, I guess they did, they put Star Trek on there just as, just to have something on there. So they probably haven't really figured out what they're going to, what they're going to do. If they're going to be like Netflix and start producing stuff or,
0: or, is They'll probably do like you know Disney's planning, and they'll they'll eventually once the rights run out to any other shows and movies they've got scattered around, that they'll probably grab them all back and plop them on their yeah, it's, channel.
1: it's going to be yeah. really interesting to watch all these guys fight over all there's you know all the other other Netflix tri- you know because there can only be one really or one or two. Nobody Disney's wants to betting subs- that
0: they're going to be the next one because they're taking the well, stuff from uh, yeah. <laughs> D- yeah, it, I think that's it, why Netflix is producing a lot of this s- own stuff, right? Now. I saw a great video
1: by this guy, Movie Bob, that probably everybody's seen him. He's a really popular movie reviewer, and he made the greatest point about Disney and how people are like, Disney buys off all the reviewers. He's like, no, Disney doesn't buy off reviewers. They just buy the property that everybody yeah, likes. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if there's yeah. if there's a property somebody likes, it gets well reviewed. They just buy it. You know, yeah, they,
0: they know it's going to get them good reviews. <laughs> yeah, they they
1: buy the property.
2: They don't have to buy the reviews, you know. Right. <laughs> and well, I'm a little sad that that we're not going to see another. Uh, it's not going to come back until you know 2019. Uh, Jesus. I mean, you know? so what the hell am I going to do? <laughs> well,
1: okay. How many episodes did this end up being? This fifteen. 15. 15. Okay, yeah. that's almost fifteen. That's um. That's that's like eight motion pictures. Yeah. And and they're 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 filming it cinematically. I mean yeah. that that show is just under you know the budget of or, or, I don't know it's probably much under the budget of a major motion picture, but not yeah. much. It looks like
2: oh, it looks so, great. It's
1: like Game of Thrones. If you want it to be like that, yeah, you're gonna have to wait. And there's a lot of actors in the, in it that probably have other fit projects on the. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna. You know, yeah, it's. How many? Gonna, how many episodes? You know. You know. You know, what, you know what, though, Dario? We've already always got the Orville.
2: <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh. I have no trouble. So that's,
0: I'm going to have to start hitting that in in the interim because I yeah. have not started watching that yet. And you have you guys not have watched any me. Orville at all? No, no. So I'm just kind of. <laughs> it's,
2: yeah. it's enjoyable. You
0: guys convinced me. I was never even going to touch it. But no, you just convinced me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I really enjoy it, and I didn't think I was gonna enjoy it. And I mean, and- I was finding myself getting excited
1: twice because I'm like, and they were, and they were not the same day, so they were, so it was like, ooh, I got a new Star Trek episode. Ooh, I got a new Orville episode should be out by now, and it would be just like sit, like excited and sitting down and watching like Discovery, and then basically sitting down and watching an episode of Next Generation I've never yeah. seen, yeah.
2: Scott. Uh, and Chris, tell me if I'm wrong here. Sometimes when you're watching Orville, you forget that that it's. It, you almost think you're watching Star Trek. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm watching it. I'm going, "Hey, this is supposed to be supposed to be uh, you know a, a comedy." Some of the episodes are really, really. Well written, and I think like, some of them could have easily have been next generation episodes. Well,
1: so, so it, it, apparently there's a lot of people who are involved with next generation who, who, who've been on, like writers and stuff, who've yeah. <coughs> been brought on board. <coughs> well, They're Frakes... probably pulling out their notebooks from next generation.
0: <coughs> oh hell yeah! Well, Jonathan Frakes did some discovery, right? He didn't do yes, the Orville. He did. Okay. I
1: think he and, did both. He did a, He did, he directed an episode of Orville for sure.
0: Really? Okay.
2: Well, Orville doesn't have you know Discovery money, so I think it has to really rely on great writing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, fifteen episodes is that pretty much par for the course? I guess that is, isn't it, Scott? Uh, Game of Thrones is about fifteen episodes. How
0: many? Well, uh, they used like to go ten. To go to...
2: How many episodes do we have of The Walking Dead? A they season do
0: sixteen a season.
2: So I guess that's par for the course. I think the only thing that's a little different is waiting a year. Uh, oh,
0: wow. I got used to that with Breaking Bad, you know, eight, yeah. oh. eight episodes and a year wait and then name you know. Even See, more I, of I, was, worse.
1: I was i i I caught it, I watched it all up until the last two seasons. I only had to do that for the last two seasons, yeah. so what yeah, they
2: right. need to do is come up with another Star Trek show, and then we could do what we do stagger them? dead, yeah, you yeah. know the Walking Dead has fear of the Walking Dead, which we get for for you know. Half, you know, one season and then when that's done The Walking Dead starts up and we watch well, that and that's done in theory the other one should come back that's, on
1: That's that's That can happen if, if Discovery starts making bank. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the thing about Walking Dead was like Walking Dead all of a sudden you know basically it was like The Simpsons for Fox you know for yeah. AMC Well
2: Star Trek had two shows running at the same time if I'm not mistaken Wasn't The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine running? Uh, a little Bit I think. for a little while, right? They had yeah. both of them on at the same time. So I think it... they
1: and, uh, and I think they kept overlapping a little right up until the end. I think I, I don't know if there was a gap in Star Trek from Next Generation to
2: Enterprise,
0: yeah, because they went right to Voyager after Deep Space Nine. So,
2: well, you know what? Let's just get Tarantino on board and, and make a series,
0: sure. I'm, game. <laughs> I'm I, game.
2: I would rather I'm, I'm totally up for that
1: because Chris, I, know I know it's you going like, to you're exist. A
2: you're a Tarantino fan, right? Are you are you up for that?
1: Who me? Treat, yeah. that's for sure. I'm oh. I'm I'm totally up for that. I oh. I, but I have a, no
0: idea what it's gonna look like, but I'm there. Well, okay. Tarantino
1: knows his genres,
0: yeah, and he yeah. knows
1: what makes him tick. It ain't gonna be your. It, I mean, maybe, maybe he'll pull a um, Jackie Brown and make a pure Star Trek movie. I doubt it very much. Of I think he'll course, make a, tw- a, a, a a deconstructionist. Right he'll make a deconstructionist Star Trek that's really fun to watch and it'll exist in its own little thing, you know. Yeah. It won't why ruin you... it won't ruin any continuity or be important to anything it but
2: itself. Red apples. Why couldn't why couldn't he just use an all original an all new cast, a new ship and tell a story along that? What? Why does How he think he meets the Enterprise.
1: Yeah, I think he's the... I, did he did he say he was doing the Enterprise? No,
2: no, he didn't. It just says he's involved in a in a Star Trek. In a Star know. Trek one. But yeah. you know,
1: I mean, if if he if they said, Oh yeah, he's doing a Star Trek story right out of the original five year mission, down with it. Down with it. Recast, why not have Pike ship? He might you know, maybe
2: he'll even go out and grab the new cast. <laughs> that would be spectacular. Yeah, why even have the Enterprise? Why just do something else. There's no, know, no.
1: Of- I want to see that cast <laughs> from from the J.J. <laughs> Abrams verse. I, do too.
2: I love the cast.
1: I want to see them do some real Star Trek because they're raring to go to 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 do it. And if all of a sudden it was like, all right, you don't have to reinterpret your characters. You are, you know, you're Kirk on the Enterprise in that reality. And here's your story. Go with it. Boom. I'm down just for McCoy. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! To see to see Carl Urban playing McCoy in a Tarantino movie. Oh yeah! Easily
2: best the best casting I think of the uh, of well, the movie. Well, Carl
1: Urban, Carl uh, Urban is just the best casting. Period. Yeah. You he, cannot go wrong with Carl Urban.
0: He doesn't ever phone it in, no matter what. You know, he, he was great in the friggin' Riddick movie he was in. I mean, it was, I've you know. never,
1: I've got to see those. I've never seen those. I mean, ah. Uh, Anybody who hasn't seen Dread, yeah, just go watch Dread. Watch him, watch him be Judge Dread through the mat. Never take off the mask. Nope. Nope. never never ever in the entire movie take off the mask. The mask doesn't come off. All you no.
0: see is his fucking There's one mouth. scene of him putting it on in, in silhouette shadow and yeah, that's it. <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. Nobody had to see his face. He didn't want anybody to see his face. Sylv- Sylvester Stallone had to be just like, I do to get on his fucking
0: mask so they <laughs> know it's
1: me. Yeah, fucking,
2: ah. And the sign of a good actor. Your face is covered and you can still get into your character. You can still do a he, good job. He that's- read
1: his ass off of judge dread
2: comics and said okay i i got this <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and tarantino is a he's a fan of star trek i, I believe i, I right would imagine, imagine. Yeah, yeah. so yeah bring it on man i mean I my fantasy really is without...
1: that, that tarantino was doing what we were doing and going like where's the real star trek it's not that hard where is it yeah. it's not that yeah. hard
2: okay. it's gonna be a hard year i'm not gonna lie uh my- I, I i got a taste I just want another hit, and I might have to <laughs> rewatch the whole thing from the start again because I'm I-
0: going to. I, my poor girlfriend, I you know, I would be downloading it on night she was here, and I wouldn't <laughs> let her watch it with me, you know, because she came in late, and I'm like, "There's no way you're gonna have any clue what's going on if I watch like episode five on with you." And so I, I have them all, and she will be, she will be. Yeah, uh, my
1: my first rewatch. <laughs> I have to rewatch the new Twin Peaks before I rewatch Star Trek. Mm-hmm. But both of them are on the rewatch list for me.
2: Well, uh, so I I I, I think we covered all, I think we covered pretty much all of the characters, and uh, um, I'd say uh, we're all pretty much positive. Well, well, in should the we give end, it right? each one of us give it a rating? What the hell? Sure. Uh, okay, Chris, uh, go ahead. On a scale of one to ten, one what to ten, give the first season. I'm gonna
1: give the first season a solid seven. Yeah, yeah.
2: seven, and why? And give me a couple of reasons. Uh, what could have made it? What could have bumped it up? to an oh, eight
1: it, it, eight or, it would have been a nine if you would have excised all the 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 testing the waters garbage.
0: Yeah, that's I think that's
1: a that's a criticism, but at the same time at the same time I don't want to begrudge them the testing the waters stuff it's gonna it's going to depend i i'm glad they're testing the waters okay test the waters i hope some of those waters you don't dip back into that's yeah yeah uh, that's we'll see on season two if season two drops an f-bomb every episode then they've learned the wrong lessons right from their so mistakes. you're not
2: going to order the uh when they come out the disco workout shirt that tilly and michael Burnham are running.
1: Jogging in the <laughs> the, that was just kind of, it was kind of cheesy, but on the borderline acceptable to me.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Scott, how about, how about you? What
0: are you gonna I'll, I'll give it a 7-2 and for pretty much the same reasons that I think if it has been a little more focused, you know, as plot wise and uh, maybe done a little more finding new civilizations. I wasn't a huge fan going in of it's like it's going to be the Klingon war because then I knew we wouldn't get the other stuff as much. Um, I think they should do more you know, like one-off episodes, like the mud stuff, you know, and just kind of have a little, few little self-contained things where they do do the Star Trek stuff. That's and then true. Can the mud the, one
1: was kind of a self-contained. Pretty one, much, too,
0: yeah. 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 I mean, they, yeah. So, I mean, I think that they just, I, I think they, as Chris said, hopefully they'll learn the right lessons, and hopefully the time that it's going to take, they're reading the internet boards and yep. you know, and seeing what people like and what people don't, and Hopefully the people that like cling on tits and the F-words stay home. Uh.
2: <laughs> For me, I'm, I'm giving it a nine. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I I think the problems I had probably would, like you said, testing the waters. Sometimes it, it worked. Sometimes it didn't. Uh, I Did Did you guys notice on the, the last episode when they were walking through the, um, that bazaar and they had some street food? One of the creatures that they were selling to eat was that little that Khan put in those dudes' ears.
0: Oh no, I missed that completely. You
2: didn't see that they were.
1: They, well, uh, they had some in the new track, too. Remember? Yeah. yeah. And it looked like it looked like a little bit of both of them to me. Like that,
2: but yeah, for sure. They yeah, they, you know, they had a little. Lots of I had. But my main problem was the Ash Taylor. Uh, whole the whole thing with Ash Taylor and the uh, and the is he half Klingon? Is he half man? Yeah. That that. that That was the only thing that we were just, how the fuck is this going on?
0: Yeah, I like the concept of a Klingon sleeper agent, but I just, I just really didn't, that's all they needed to do is just have him be Klingon sleeper agent and I could have done without anything more from him.
2: (laughs) And you're right, Scott, I would like to see a couple of uh, one and done episodes uh next season and you know make them if they can do that and keep it but i don't know if tv nowadays most every good tv show is kind of you have to you kind of have to keep it on a roll but i would love to see them be able to put if a good writing like like you like you said chris the um the orville they can do it and uh, a couple of one and done season uh, episodes would be great and maybe a mm-hmm. smaller arc like uh, Star Trek had once in a while. But, yeah, I loved it. It's It's been a long time since I've seen a show that I was just dying to get the next.
1: It's finding its feet faster than Star Trek usually does on TV. uh, So that's a a good sign.
2: If if, if it were released on Netflix, like Daredevil, or I would have watched the whole thing. I wouldn't have been able to limit myself to maybe one episode. I would have easily sat down. Watched it all, you know, Daredevil and all the other shows, Punisher, I was able to... I could have to,
1: probably watched one a night up until, like, getting near the mid-season, then I would have been like,
2: boom, binge yeah. right through that second half of the season. I Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm sad that it's not around for a year. <laughs> all right. I think
0: you can still do the one-and-done episodes, too, and, and still sprinkle enough of the... Uh, the Overarching, overarching plot story, you know yeah. to, to keep people interested or even do a little cliffhanger you know it could be simple as well we got to get to this planet for this plot point so oh but here's this space monster yeah. you know the yeah, doomsday yeah. machine shows up it's space on our way. anything can
1: happen <laughs> at any time
2: yeah um, you want to see more callbacks chris What's that? You want to see more callbacks
0: to uh, to the original series? No, I That's think I, many, I, I'm, no. I'm
1: good with the Enterprise.
0: <laughs> <You> mean, yeah, <laughs> even now. more to having a tribble kind of cringed me a little. Yeah, bit. <laughs> yeah, they, they, at least
1: they didn't pursue the tribble too much, but they shouldn't yeah. sh- should not have had that tribble.
0: No, no, because so, those you're not supposed to really know about tribbles yet.
1: <laughs> so between the three of us, our average Dario brought the average up to seven point six
2: six 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 six. 6, 6 Seven. i messed the curve. I'm the guy you guys hate in class, but I loved it. I had to give it a <laughs> an A. Well,
0: so, there you go. First, uh, first season of Discovery. Awesome. Yep, they got me. Yeah, I'm hooked. Could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> Always can. Yeah. no I liked it a
1: lot, but, but yeah, it could have been a disaster, and disaster averted, and that's a happy, happy thing in, yep. in with your franchises these days. Yep. Anytime
2: Trek is back on TV,
1: I am down for it. Anytime I'm happy to watch a Star Trek show on TV, I'm very, 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 very happy. Yeah. Live long and prosper. Indeed. <laughs> 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 um ma <laughs>
2: socket to me?